All right, everyone, welcome back. This is Dr. Jesse Morris of the Fantasy Doctors, and I'm here to discuss more running backs for week five. I'm without my uh, partner in crime today, uh, Dr. Celine Perekis. He's away on business, but I'm going to take you through the injuries uh, for as much as we know and, and kind of run through the second half of the running backs. Check out uh, the first video with uh, some of the others that I haven't mentioned here and as well as some of the others that I will uh, that are recorded after this in regards to the wide receivers and tight ends. So got a lot of questions this week about Joe Mixon. What's going on with him? Is he ready? And all very good questions. So here's what we know. Joe Mixon had a partial tear of his meniscus. Now the meniscus is that uh, buffer, the, the thin layer in between the upper and lower knee um, that provides, think of it as the shocks for your car. And now unfortunately, this does not have a very good blood supply. Uh, and it degenerates as we get older and as we use it more. If anybody's had a meniscal injury, you can appreciate what I'm talking about. So what, what happened uh, was he has a small, slight tear. So if you think of a, of a piece of paper and now uh, kind of tear that edge. Now, what's happening is the bones are supposed to rotate onto that, onto that uh, meniscus. But if that thing is propped up, now the bones are touching. In, in, or, you know, essentially touching. That creates a lot of pain. If this piece breaks off and now is floating around in the knee, this is basically like a rock in your shoe. And it's very uncomfortable and it's not supposed to be there. If it's really big, it can it cause someone to be unstable. Now, this, we know he had a slight tear. We don't know where. I didn't read the MRI or, 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 or evaluate him myself. So I can't, I can't tell you any more details about specifically where it is, but I know that he had a slight meniscal tear that he unfortunately uh, needed to get scoped, which, you know, they go in, clean out the area. And at, at that point, um, he will be out for at least two weeks. That's a minimum, and that's very, very accelerated timeline. In my opinion, two weeks is not enough for a running back. If we're talking about a lineman, who doesn't really have to move too, too much, or maybe a quarterback who is, needs to be semi-mobile but not super mobile, like Cam or somebody, but you know somebody pretty stationary like Brady, you may be able to get away with two weeks. But unfortunately, with a running back, you're going to need to cut, zigzag, jump. I mean, these guys are going to really, really stress this injury quickly and right away. So in that regard, I just don't think two weeks is enough. So, um, it, it, with that said, he's about three weeks now, which is obviously a little better. Personally, I would like to give him another week before, I, before I'm happy putting him back in. Now, you've got to remember, this is a potential franchise player. So, this isn't just a scrub off the bench or a, a practice squad guy. This could potentially be a top five or ten rusher if they give him the appropriate workload. He has that talent. So rushing him back and causing a re-injury or a more significant injury to the knee is not in their best interest, especially with how well they're playing. So if he comes back this week, which I have a feeling he will not, and he has not practiced yet in, 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 in completely, be careful with him. I would personally avoid him this week until he gets his bearings, until he, he see how his knee reacts. Sonny Michelle had the same injury of what severity we don't know, and 
He came back in about four to five weeks and he's looked fantastic the past 10 days, at least the past week. And then two weeks ago, he was getting better. So you can come back from these injuries. Guy, many guys have proved it, but unfortunately, you cannot rush them. Uh, for the most part, you can re-injure them in a new location. Um, but unfortunately, you just have to hope that the rehab was appropriate and hope that everything is rocking and rolling and, and, and stable. But I'm going to give him another week before I'm confident that he's ready to rock and roll. If he does play this week, I would suggest you bench him if you have a better option. His partner in crime, his, his backup right now, Giovanni Bernard. Had a very impressive week last week. He scored a lot of points, made a lot of people in DFS money, including myself. He's banged up with a knee injury himself, but we do not know the extent of this injury. Uh, from what I uh, recollect, I believe I saw that he practiced either uh, partially or completely today, which is great news. If he uh, is good to go, in my opinion, he is the best back for this team this week. Um, and I will start him accordingly. Mark Walton, the third string back, reportedly suffered a possible concussion in week four. There was no confirmation of that concussion, and he did not, I, I couldn't get an answer whether or not he practiced today, Wednesday, which is usually the first day of the report. So I don't know if he's playing. If Mixon misses and Walton plays, then I would say you consider playing Walton as a sneaky kind of flex play because this is a very good matchup. So I'll leave it at that. That's basically the entirety of the Bengals running backs. So let's move on to Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson suffered a potential ankle sprain um, about 10 days ago, give or take. They had last week off on a bye week. So that's great timing, unfortunately, for him. So that's great news for him that he had an extra week that he didn't have to push on it. I, I do not believe he practiced today, which is mildly concerning. The good news is that they don't have to play until Monday night. So he has a couple extra days to, to rest up and to rehab up. This guy is a genetic freak, as we saw with his ACL recovery and return to play and, and busting out all those yards. So do not underestimate the ability of Adrian Peterson to recover quickly. With that being said, if this is a pretty significant ankle injury, whether it's a, a, a low, uh, low lateral or low medial, uh, medial is less common, but more severe in my opinion, um, then it's sometimes challenging because you're asking this guy to cut and, and, and it, the, the ligaments do not heal. They scar over, but not in 10 days. These take time. He's been wearing a boot as precautionary, and I expect him... There's a, in my mind, there's about a 60% chance he plays this week. If he plays this week, you have to be careful with starting him. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't second guess him. I think Chris Tom, uh, Thompson is a fantastic play because both Adrian Peterson's injury and just the nature of, uh, of the position. And, and I have a feeling they're going to be down and they're going to need to, to, to kind of play catch up. With that being said, I would potentially, I would not start both. Uh, as I just think it's a little too risky on the same team uh, in, in a standard league. In, in uh, G, um, DFS, I think anything's, anything goes. Okay, so the Seattle Seahawks' Chris Carson. This one it leaves a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth, predominantly because he was scratched late, pretty late uh, on Sunday. 
And although it was plenty of time, we I expected him to play. We thought he would play. Everybody looked like he was going to play. And then the, Mark Davis had a very impressive, pretty monster game against Arizona. And those should have been Carson's points, in my opinion. But it is what it is. He has a hip injury. We do not know the extent. All we know is he did not practice today, which is concerning because obviously we're already four or five days later after the last time he practiced and he still hasn't practiced again. So take that as it is. I would consider him uh, a, a very good matchup this week. Unfortunately, with his hip injury and with uh, Davis playing so well, uh, you have to give a little bit of a pause. Stay close to this. This may be another game-time decision, and I probably will fade him altogether in DFS because of this potential injury risk and re-injury risk. I think Davis is a good play this week for what it's worth. LaShawn McCoy has really done nothing this year, and unfortunately, they have a rough uh, team in general, so um, it, it's not looking much brighter. He suffered a cartilage injury in his ribs, and he may be better this week, but I still don't have much faith in him. These are very painful. He did not do much last week, probably because of A, the matchup, and B, the injury. He's going to be better this week, but I'm still not ready to rock and roll with him. If you have him, you kind of have to start him unless you have a better option, and bye weeks can kind of kill you for that. So uh, I don't think he's 100% yet. I think he needs another, another week or two before he rocks and rolls. All right, Matt Breida of the 49ers. This guy is pretty talented. Uh, obviously, he's the lead back there. He was banged up last week with a knee. He banged it up again. I think he missed most of the fourth quarter, but he got he's definitely leading the timeshare as Alfred Morris hasn't really done much, unfortunately. I think Brita is a nice play this week as long as that knee is uh, not significant, but it doesn't sound like it's a big deal. He did hyperextend his knee a couple weeks ago, which usually causes some temporary swelling and a little bit of laxity in those ligaments, which then makes it a little bit more difficult to run on uh, in the next couple of weeks. So he may be probably dealing with that unless he did something else. He may also have a bone bruise, which is quite painful in its own right in the knee. With that being said, I think he's a running back three slash flex play this week. Uh, because he is the number one there and because uh, Bethard will look for him in the backfield or out of the backfield uh, checking down or whatnot. All right, let's cover a couple Eagles running backs quickly and then we'll, we'll cover um, a Marlon Mack to finish up. Eagles, uh, Jay Ajay has a fracture in his back. He actually played with it last week. Um, he did miss one week though. My suspicion is this is probably a transverse process fracture or something like Derek Carr had last year. Um, with each week, um, I expect uh, Ajay to get better, and um, he is the lead back on this team. They will need him if they're going to go continue to play better and play well. So um, he's more of an RB3 kind of flex position to me. I don't have enough faith of him to call him an RB2 at this point in time. But I expect him to be better than last week, just in terms of feeling better with that back injury. But every time you try to burst through that line, that loading that back can be very painful. Um, Eagles Darren Sproles uh, has a hamstring injury he's been out the past couple of weeks I don't know the severity of it they really haven't said much let's see how he practices but he's kind of a minor play anyway he's not a huge deal uh, and finally Marlon Mack so he's dealing with a couple different injuries for the Colts he really hasn't been healthy at all this year and really hasn't contributed much 
So he is dealing with both a foot and a hamstring injury. He has been ruled out for week five, which is a tomorrow night's game versus the Patriots, or tonight's if you're listening on Thursday. Um, I, I just I don't know when this guy's going to be healthy enough to come back. Uh, week six is maybe a possibility. I don't know when their bye week is. So unfortunately, if you're a Mac owner, either you have to get rid of him or you just have to bite the bullet and hopefully your bench is deep enough. So that's what I have for this week for uh, the remainder of the running backs. If I didn't cover any of them here, uh, check out my the other video that I posted, as well as uh, you can send us a message uh, on Twitter at Dr. Jesse Morse or at the Fantasy Doctors, that's DRS, uh, and I will cover answer any questions I can uh, as soon as I can with any updated information. As far as uh, check out our uh, Fantasy Dose Analytics uh, pretty sweet site that has a lot of kind of cool things about it that you can play with and, and analyze and help build your roster and, and perfect your roster from a, a risk aversion point of view. As far as um, our Fantasy uh, Doctors website itself, check it out. It has a ton of stuff on there. Uh, it's very sweet. There's a lot of uh, just all different information. We update it several times a day whether it's videos or podcasts or little blurbs about a player or whatnot. So uh, check that out intermittently and then that should help. Uh, And finally, uh, do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast, to my Injuries 101 podcast, as you can see the symbol behind me. Um, And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, hit that subscribe and and hit that bell button for us. All right, uh, take care. We will see you next week. Check out some of the other videos uh, as far as uh, week five as well. Uh, because I'm sure you're not just interested in one major injury. There's a lot of interest in uh, injuries that bang up the entire team, uh, unfortunately. All right, take care, guys.